0: out there to Divorce Devil, episode 31. We have Joan Breger on the mic with us today. And she wrote a book, and it's called Never Too Late for Love, The Successful Woman's Guide to Online Dating in the Second Half of Life. So tell us a little bit about you and your journey of writing this book, Joan.
1: Thank you, David, because it's my life's journey, you know, although although you'd never guess it. I am 66 years old.
0: Young, very young.
1: I politely say I've been married more than once because I find people still have an we still have an image in our head something like um, uh, well, if you're old enough, you remember Elizabeth Taylor was married about six or seven times, and uh, my mother, I actually was. I am not gonna say yet. When I get to know you well, I'll tell you how many times I've been married. But I was married a lot of times. And my okay. my mother said to me at the end of her life, who would have believed you would have had so many marriages? Because I'm not really a, you know, an actress or a flamboyant type. I'm I'm a professor and a management consultant. I'm kind but of But you were happy.
0: looking for love.
1: I was looking for real love. And it sometimes you have to keep trying and you can't feel badly if you're learning on the way. You know, if you make, you know, what we call mistakes. Is really you're just learning what works and doesn't work for you in your life. Are you learning how to love yourself better? You're learning how to love other people better. It's it's a constant learning, and if you find yourself stuck in a place with someone who's at the point you're in, not living your values or not supporting you to live your values, at least, you know sometimes you have to move on.
0: So we call that cutting bait.
1: You cut, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just. Sometimes you have to go. Sometimes life changes. Sometimes you change. Sometimes the other person changes. As my first husband, I was I was divorced when I was, oh, was terrible. I was terrible. First of all, I was 28 years old and we had wow. two little children. You know, I, I met my husband when I was 20. I married him when I was 22. I thought I would run away from my unhappy home and create a happy home. That's pretty much how I thought I was going to do it. And so we right away had two beautiful little children and then, By the time I was in my late 20s, our lives were going in really different directions. We had very little in common and except for the children. And the way that man says it, he says, you changed, I didn't. That's true. I changed a lot in my 20s. You know, who I was at 20 was different than 30. So, but but by the way, I want to give you all you and your listeners a really good end note. That man who I divorced when I was 28 years old was just on the phone. (laughs) My husband You can't make that stuff up. I know. Calling my husband and me with gratitude on Thanksgiving. Wow. To thank us because we have we had one son who was pretty sick this year, and my husband and I went to take care of him for a while. And my ex called to really express his deep gratitude for that. So that's the long life. It's it's an arc. Life's an arc. It it might not start out easily, but just keep going. Keep, you don't know how it's going to end. You need to keep going. Don't stop in the middle. <laughs> don't quit in the middle, especially.
0: Definitely. Let's talk about online dating. Oh. I, myself, I have never online dated. Oh. I'm scared to death of it.
1: I'll tell you. <laughs> I got onto online dating because my son, who at the time was 30 years old, I was divorced in another from another marriage when I was 58 years old, and I was scared. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm 58 years old now. How am I gonna go back out there dating? Am I too old? Do older men only want younger women? Am I too fat? Do I have too many? It was terrifying. And uh my 30-year-old son got he he did, you know, I was at his house, he just signed me up for an account for mm-hmm. a free account. Okay, cupid. It was low risk, it was free. I put something on, people started communicating with me. So I went home and sure enough, people started communicating with me or I started communicating with them and different and strange people. That's what happened, you know, in the first couple of months.
0: So you really talk about some of the common mistakes that people make on online dating and the two are don't give up and get support. My problem with support. So do you get support from people that have online dated or do you get support from friends?
1: I I think friends are not honestly they they don't know about it they may be scared for you okay you're you're scared and they're scared now you have two scared people trying to, get <laughs> you to do something and the, the truth is you, you really should talk to someone who has some skill in it because like all things that we've learned in this life you you it took you years to learn how to be a dentist and with great skill and this, this online dating, I swear, it took me a while to learn how to do it. And that's why I teach other women how to do it as fast as you can, because only with skill do you get better at it. Correct. All right. Now, I, I want to tell you, people say, crazy people out there. Well, listen there are all these pe- crazy people out there in life I mean have you not opened your eyes look at that's it correct. <laughs> look at the world it's filled with crazy people and one of your jobs as an adult is to learn how to discern who is good for you and who isn't that's a very important part of your adult learning who's good for you and who isn't and then also how to have the skills to politely tell a person uh, you seem like a very nice person but we're not I don't think we're a match and that's you don't have to explain anything else. You just have but to you
0: cut bait before it happens.
1: Yeah. You just, you have to learn how to politely say to someone, do you seem like such an, I don't see it. It's not a match. Now Correct. everybody can understand that what you think is a match is a very subjective thing. It's not based. Someone can say, why you don't like my job. You don't like my height. You don't like what, what, what is he? Who knows what makes people like someone? I like people, but I think you do know when you like them. Okay. Right, so I can't give you the formula. You know, uh, eHarmony says they have a formula. You fill out a hundred questions, and they'll get to your perfect mate. Well, that that's not true, actually.
0: You so out eHarmony, I have a friend who did an eHarmony account, and they rejected her because they said she was asking for too much. I have never wow. heard that before. Yeah,
1: I've never heard that either. I don't. I don't even know what she could have been asking for. Yeah, but uh, but I'll tell t- I'll tell you about asking. You know what you really want in life or what I really wanted was someone like me. Was it a not a woman but I wanted a man who was at a similar point in his life and what I wrote on my profile is I want someone who's proud of his accomplishments in work and family. Now that didn't mean he had to be a famous person or a rich person or a com- but just proud of what he'd done in the world with both work and family. I I I didn't think, you know, I, I had raised my two children and I and They turned out beautifully, and um, I didn't think I'd be happy with someone who had humongous regrets. If they, uh, and also, well, you know, because I have all the outward trappings of what success is. Successful women are tricky. I, I, I have many in my coaching practice now. Very executives, you know, doctors. I, I have psychoanalysts and psychotherapists in my wow. coaching practice. <laughs> you know, so so successful women are tricky because we're you know sometimes you think you want a man who's making more money than you and that could be difficult in some circumstances uh more accomplished than you the messages we've been given are something like 1950 messages you know gotcha. right <laughs> about who a good partner is for you you know so if you're taking care of yourself financially you're looking for an equal partner you're not looking for a man to take
0: so what about the part of not giving up? You know, you got to do the homework, stay oh the course, God. because it's that's hard. that's the thing that a few of my friends have problem with. They hit a wall and they give yeah, up.
1: You're going to hit walls. You Well, first of all, someone once told me a great one about this when I was dating in midlife and it wasn't easy. Someone told me a lovely saying. It's... It's the only game in town. Now, it might not be the only game in town, but it's the best game in town. So even when you hit the wall and give up, you notice how a couple months later you come back and yeah. just think about it. Maybe partnership wouldn't be that bad. Maybe a warm snuggle every night wouldn't be terrible. You know.
0: So do you find that some women just want the companionship more so than the actual marriage? You know, with with in 2020,
1: things especially later in life. You know, uh, I wanted. I'm going to stop this second. I wanted. I'm just stopping so you can. I wanted companionship in marriage. Someone. Okay. Um, I'll just tell you a funny story. People want different things. I have clients who don't want to get married for any number of reasons: financial reasons, you know, children reasons, and but and so they have a long term live in relationship with a man in their 60s and 70s. Um uh I was at a I was at a work reunion right after I got married to my current husband and someone yelled across a big table, "Hey Joan, I hear we got I he- we hear you got married again." I said, "Yes, I said I believe in marriage." And they they all laughed. But but it's actually true. I really I like being married. I like the commitment of it. I like that when you're in it, your family, my husband is the grandfather of my grandchildren. I play a very motherly role towards his children. I, By the way, I have to get along. Everything is fine with that. Mm-hmm. And he gets along with my ex-husband. But it's a fa- you, it's a family commitment. That's what marriage is to me. Now, the funny thing is my kids watched their father and I get married several times each. One of our children, my daughter, she got married at 26, and she's been married 15 years very steadily and very committedly. And our other child, our son, who's 38 absolutely does not believe in marriage after what he saw us do. Correct. So who who knows? So yes, people want different things, but I do think people want some type of companionship partnership is very nice to have in life.
0: What are some of the obvious pitfalls that happen during online dating? So let's say that something's coming down the pipe. What are some of the pitfalls that you, that you warn your readers about?
1: Well, here's the thing. You can feel rejected from somebody you don't even know. That's pretty much the worst thing that happens. Is you send a note to somebody and he doesn't send you a note back, or you have a uh, a text exchange with someone and all of a sudden they say he ghosts them. But I don't think that's true. I think he just stopped. Someone you don't know stopped writing to you.
0: That's interesting. Hearing somebody over fifty yeah. say the word ghost. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Rejection is a you know an interpretation of events. What happened is someone who doesn't know you stopped communicating with you. You don't know why that could have happened. He could have had urgent issues in his life that made him come off of those dating sites. You you don't know this person or what happened. But the trouble is people take it personally and they get their feelings hurt. And when we get our feelings hurt, we have a terrible... tendency to go into the worst uh, uh, parts of our insecurities, like nobody's going to love me. I'm never going to find anyone. There are no good men, all the beliefs that you get from wherever in your life you
0: picked. So them going off. down the rabbit hole.
1: Yeah, yeah. So now you're like, I'm not lovable. I give up. Now, that's why I say you need support, because I'll just tell you the example of my own life is when I was 58 and found out I was going to be single. I mean, I chose to be single my husband and I had, uh, we just, we actually were living in two different countries. It didn't work. <laughs> so we divorced. And um, uh, then I said, Oh, my goodness, I better get the best coach in the country. I swear to God, that's what I thought. And so I called a woman whose name's Catherine Woodward Thomas, she wrote a book called uh, calling in the one, and I let her coach me. And one of the things she did in her coaching is we set intention. So I set an intention. I'm going to call in a good man by my 59th birthday. I was 58. So my 59th birthday came and went. And even though I dated several people, I'd even dated one person for three months and it didn't work out. I said, what am I going to do? We didn't show up by 59. She said, intend for 60. I said, so oh, my God. It is actually it massively, out. massively unpleasant. Wow. You know? So this is same. So anyway, so I intended to calling a really nice guy by 60. Well, my birthday was in April. In December, I had three dates with a very nice man. But on the third date, both of us just both of us simultaneously thought the chemistry wasn't there just wasn't there. So I go back on the site, meet someone else have three dates with him. Very promising, nice man, lovely man lives near my house. We have three interesting dates. And we're planning to go out on um, Valentine's Day. And that week, he's this is completely within his rights. I've been seeing two women, which is fine when you're dating and you're not committed. It's fine yeah, to see. Correct. So I, I've been seeing two women and I've decided to commit to the other. So I apologize. We can't go out on Valentine's Day. So I sent him back a note. I said, ouch, and I wish you all the best. I mean, I'd only seen this man three times. It wasn't the was working really hard. To, so, okay. So we're getting into late February and my birthday's in April. And the only thing that kept me going was that I promised Catherine, if I hadn't promised my coach I'd do something, I really would have stopped and taken a break for two months like everybody likes to do. Because who wants to go back out there and do this again? So I go back, I go back out, I go online. Uh, I, I had seen all the 60 year old men, I thought I'd, In my geography, I thought that I contacted all of them. But I see a profile come up that I had reached out to nine months before and he had never written me back. So he'd never written me back. So I said, okay, that's the end of that. You know, a lot of, you could assume a lot of people don't write you back. I sent him another note. I said, gee, um, I sent you a note. He said, oh, gee, you know, I've had like really erratic internet connection. I haven't been on this dating site too much, but, you know, maybe we should talk. So he gets on the phone and he says about six words. Like, it's like, meet you at Starbucks, by. And I'm like, <laughs> who's this, bye? Who what is this problem?
0: Hey, and so, straight to the point. That's where men are.
1: Yeah, I, me. I know, He turns out he's an awesome man. But so I I put on a nice outfit and I'm planning to go down to Starbucks and tell a nice man, you seem like a nice man, but we're not a match. I'm like gearing myself up for what I need to say to someone who gave me six words. And I get down there and we have the nicest hour and a half talking about everything in the world (laughs) imaginable it was stunning we we had a lovely time and then he did all the right things like the next day he texted me immediately that he enjoyed our so you never know i mean then it was a long i mean then it took you know then we dated we got to know each other slowly like once a week we'd go out on a date and he dropped me off at my house and three months into it i said what what is going on (laughs) what's going on here do you do you want any more? And he said, "Yes, I just really wanted to get to know you first.
0: Only because you had the support of your friend, yeah. and you yes. stuck
1: with it. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I would have quit. This is not. This is not a game for weaklings. It's it takes. You really got to be tough. And when you're not tough, someone else has to get you back in the. You know, sort of why you have a, in the game when it's not easy.
0: Wow. So one of my most inquisitive questions is what are the contents of a good profile? I mean, everybody asks me that.
1: Well, first of all, everyone, listen, well, I'll tell you what I tell my clients. I try to help them write a good profile. You should describe like, what is it a day in your life? Like, like I said, I like, I thought I was being romantic, but it turned out to be true. On weekends, I like to walk in the woods and cook stews and soups. I thought that's so romantic, but it turned out when my husband got here, we were dating. That's what we did on weekends. We walk in the woods. We still do it to this day. And I cook, <laughs> and that's no. what our weekends are. But so to describe a little bit what your life is like, so they could see, is this a life like? I, I remember a guy said, "I want someone who's willing to dress up and go to gala balls with me." And I said, "Oh, I don't care what he says about himself. I don't want to go to gala balls anywhere. Thank you. You know, I don't. Want, I'm not that girl." So you describe your life a little bit. That's helpful. But here's what I tell my clients. I say most people are not good at writing profiles. So you should not omit or choose based on the profile. Like you just, they, just like you don't know what to say.
0: Just like six words in a sentence. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. They, they really don't know what to say. My husband actually had written a long and a literary profile. And I had no idea what he was talking about. Even though he said many women like the profile, I literally had no idea what he was talking about. You know,
0: my favorite <laughs> ones I see sometimes are where my friends write, but they don't want. So there's a whole lot of negativity. Yeah,
1: listen, yeah, that's not good. Don't say what you don't want. It makes you yeah. sound very whiny, to tell you the truth. You know, I don't, I I don't want any negative people. Oh well, thank you for sharing that. You know, obviously nobody wants any negative people. I mean, you know, just just present yourself as a positive person. That's all you have to do. But but here's what here's the other part. When you were dating and you're on an online couple attributes that are really important to you. And if a person has two or three of those attributes, get in touch with them because you don't know who they are. One guy sent me a note, I'm in love with you. I'm like, you are out of reality. You're looking at a computer screen. You have no idea who I am. So. So, listen, uh, it doesn't work to judge somebody by an essay or a photograph, so you've got to have you know a couple two of my clients have the same three set of attributes they want in a man one they want to be attracted to him because by the way hopefully you're going to sleep with this person for the rest of your life and you need to be happy about that
0: oh definitely
1: (laughs) every day you got to be happy you're getting into that into bed with that person at the end of the day so you definitely have to be attracted to them um and by the way um Older men are not only attracted to young women, good men especially want someone they can have a conversation with, not at the level of their children.
0: Right, (laughs) definitely.
1: Yeah, so I said, why didn't you want someone younger? So he was in his 60s and he had one, his oldest son was in his 40s generation. He wanted someone in his, now the beauty about, Having someone in your own generation is uh, the music is the same. The dancing's the same. The memory's the same. We really grew up together. We weren't together, but we, you know, he was a Viet vet. I I protested the Viet war. We like grew up together without being in the same place. So, and had similar cultural experiences and life experiences. We have a really common history without having been with each other 40 years. Um, so one, you have to be attracted to uh, all of my clients want a kind person. And also they want someone who is when educated and by educated, I mean, educated, interested in life, willing to learn, willing to devote themselves to something, you know, you know, interested in life and, and developing themselves.
0: So, so active mind and or active body.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All, all you do. De- if you're, you know, people are different. My husband and I would, we go bicycling two or three times a week and we go swimming every day. We actually, we moved to Florida so we can do that. <laughs> so, um, but you have to have someone with the same level of activity. I wouldn't li- I would not do well with the couch potato. <laughs> I wouldn't, nor would I do well with the really actual athlete. I, I wouldn't do well with me either. I couldn't keep
0: somebody up. somebody right in the middle.
1: Someone who likes to you know, keep their body alive and well and healthy and take care of themselves. So my, my, I had three criteria. I, um, I got it down to three. If I liked you know, their picture reasonably, although you can't even tell from pictures what people look like. You don't know that. But a reasonable approximation. I liked what they look like. I learned that I, they needed to be in my geography. It's not true for everyone. But I dated someone who was an hour away, and it was always like a big project to see them. Whereas my husband lived 15 minutes away, so he could pick me up, we could go for coffee, we could go for a meal, drop me off, it didn't change your whole day. So I liked the 15 minutes away rule. And then I said, yes, so he has to be um, attractive, available in, in the Boston area, and, um, and interested in life. Yes, it demonstrates some interest in life. And if he had those criteria... Uh, it didn't matter what he wrote on. Well, it, you can say it didn't matter, but I wasn't judging him by his profile. Okay. that That's not, wasn't the past. And I tell everybody not to use the profile as a, not to rule out people based on that because people don't know what to write on those things. And there's all kinds of, by the way, there's all kinds of, uh, I was just helping someone today with a the profile. There's all kinds of online, just, if you just Google how to write the best dating profile, you're going to get 400 people are going to give you advice on that.
0: And it'll be all different.
1: It's it's all different. Some of them want you to write all these long stories. You know, it's, I don't know, honestly, don't know. I think you have to be courageous and be willing to learn about someone. And I, I'm uh, very old school. I think you have to talk to someone to learn about them.
0: So you find those three traits that you're looking for. Yes. What's the next step? What's well, the messaging? You do you, think? Women do you rub elbows? What do you
1: do? Women have to be okay. Uh, now I talk to women about sending notes. They can't say, "Well, nobody wrote me." Well, it's online rules than face-to-face dating. You need to say, um, "Gee, w- would you like to talk?" Or s- some of my clients. I have a client in New York City. She sends a note. Would you like to take a walk in Central Park? You know, you know, blah blah blah. So you send a note. And then you see if they respond. Now I tell my clients to send 10 notes because sometimes you might only get two or three responses. You know, it's like 10, it's
0: notes a, 10, 10, 10 different guys or 10, or 10,
1: 10, notes 10 different guys. guys. Okay. You might, you know, this is a very hard game to play. It's an, imp, you don't know how many women they've responded to. Maybe they're communicating with 40 women and they just get one more note comes in and they can't even deal with it. You know, so you don't know who they're talking to. But so you send out 10 notes and you see you might get two or three responses. And then after you've exchanged one or two notes, the sort of rule of thumb of the dating coaches is two, two, only do two texts before you go to either. You don't want to start an online chatting relationship because then you'll fool yourself into thinking you know something about this person from texting and you don't.
0: Oh, wow. That's interesting. So two texts, cut it off.
1: Two texts and say, Can we go to the, can we have a phone call, please?
0: Oh, interesting. And
1: then you find out right away if they're serious or they just want a million, you know, uh, uh, pen pals to talk with at night forever
0: on their computer. Now, speaking of that, yeah. how do you weed out the scammers? That's huge.
1: You got to meet them in person. Okay. Right away, that's how you weed out the scammers. You don't have a nine month relationship with someone and send him five hundred dollars to help his mother and find out he's like, you know who knows what he's he's six young kids in a booth somewhere talking to you.
0: So a face-to-face meeting will rule out scammers right away.
1: No, it won't listen, in the listen, if I thought face-to-face meetings would rule out all scammers, that would be really great. But you and I both know there's a whole lot of very good con artists in the world. So no, it will not rule out all scammers, but it will rule out somebody who or age or you know presentation. And they're not that. You can get that right away. Um but the truth is it takes a little bit of time Now, obviously, not sleeping with someone right away helps you You just say, I want to get to know you. And you do what you do when you're trying to get to know someone. Uh, So that helps a lot. I, I say that and I have clients who have fallen in love right at the start and, you know, gone to bed with their partner, and they're still with them six years later. So, you know, there's these rules are not hard and fast. But I found that My husband and I getting to know each other has served us really well in the long run. You know, we're, we know we're great friends. We know we're great friends. That helps a lot.
0: I find that like with your book, it's geared toward women. Yeah. But I find that reading women's books can really benefit men.
1: Absolutely.
0: And a lot of men don't realize
1: that. I don't want to be, you know, completely gender Everything, but but I do believe men and women are mostly different.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely,
1: <laughs> you know, that's what I think. And so, anything you can learn about how women think is useful. You know, I, I'm glad my husband is a he said he one thing he said in his profile is he said he has both a well developed masculine and feminine side, which is a very interesting thing to say. Um, and it's true, it is that that's actually true about him. He's very sensitive and kind, but he goes. Okay, I'm building this table. Don't talk to me for two hours. Like and he can, you know, hard okay. and soft. Yeah, yeah. He can do both the, both those things. So yeah, and you never will learn enough because if you learn everything, we'll change it again. You know that.
0: Wow, that's very interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the divorce rate of yeah. second marriage is somewhere between 40 and 60 percent.
1: Yeah, it's higher than first marriages. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, probably 60, 70% at this yeah, point. It's
1: like they say 70. It's higher than first. Yeah. Point.
0: You know, how do you kind of help women get out there? Because sometimes you don't want to get out there again.
1: You don't. You you don't. And you do. I mean, the choice is you get to be yeah. alone and never get hurt again and be alone. And what's the big yeah. I mean, I think this this recent pandemic is showing an awful lot of people two things. One, they either really don't like the person they're living with or they really do like the person. Or they're, I, I. My husband and I had a blast during the pandemic. We're each other's best friends and we're fine. Or three, you really don't like being alone. I've gotten a lot of new clients who don't want to be alone anymore.
0: Now, how do you date they, they, during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, be, be dating during the pandemic. Yeah, people are dating during the pandemic.
0: Because I hear a lot of my friends are video dating. That's really good. Yeah,
1: they're doing a lot of Zooming and meeting people. And it's kind of a good way to screen people. You have an hour Zoom call and you see if it's worth a face-to-face. One or two at the moment. I would do one and ask for a face. If you think you meet someone for an hour and you think there's something there, you ask for a face-to-face meeting and you go take a walk somewhere.
0: Man, you're all about the one and the two. The one and the two. I'm serious. face to face.
1: <laughs> if you think really awesome want to man, find that, a
0: partner. That makes total sense to me.
1: You could spend six months getting chatting with somebody online and then you meet them and you have no attraction whatsoever.
0: Attraction yeah. is huge. More yeah. so for women than men at this age.
1: Well, what the little I know about it is that men absolutely know who they're attracted to and who they're not. Like from they do know that. Women, we we will give you a little bit more of a chance because if we feel a little more affection, we our attraction increases. Been cultivating this your whole life. You know who you're attracted
0: to. And I also, I'm a firm believer in the five love languages. That goes far oh, yeah. in relationships. Yes. Once yeah. you figure that out, you can figure out what your love language, what her love language is.
1: Yes. It is very
0: interesting to go from there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like she wants words, or she wants gifts, or she wants demonstrations of caring you know some men are wonderfully caring men and never say I love you but they will demonstrate in their actions that they love you and
0: yeah but sometimes women need to hear those words
1: oh women need to hear it my husband tells me every day he does he's not he's he, he he's not had he got him bed. trained six he words did. and he's trained oh he, did, he <laughs> trained him in that and I, I I was the beneficiary of it his his sisters are like that too very loving and that's one thing you want to do you want to go out with a man long enough to meet his family see how he treats his family see how he treats his friends you, Oh, you I got, got to a good question for you because one of the
0: I'm sorry go ahead yes Go ahead.
1: One, of the, one of the troubles. Remember your question. One of the troubles of online dating is you're not in an existing community. Like if you meet somebody at church or in a school or at work, you know other people who know that person, and you can find out a little bit about them from other people. But online dating is just you and that person. So you want as quickly as possible. I'll tell you, I met my husband five weeks before my sixtieth birthday. And I invited him. I said, at the last minute, on our fourth date, I said, do you want to come to my 60th birthday? Like, all of my friends and all of my family will be there. <laughs> and wow. he said, yes. And he came. And he got to see that I live in a network of people, that I have loving relationships and have had them for decades. I had people there from every decade of my life. And I got to see that he was very I couldn't pay much attention to him that night. So he was very good at moving around the room and talking to people and getting to know people. And there's some people he met at that party that we're
0: couple friends with today. Wow. So how did he answer the question? So how do you know Joan?
1: Well how do I know?
0: No, 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 no. How did your how did your husband answer the question at your birthday party? How do you know, Joan? From- well, I
1: inter- I was introducing everyone at the party. I said, here's my brother. I've known him my whole life. Here's friends from my teenage years. Here's some from uh-huh. my 30s, my 40s, and my 50s. I'd say where they were from in my life. And there's more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know
1: what this will be, but I'm starting my... Si- and there's a nice, really nice guy over there. Maybe he'll come with me into my city.
0: Si- wow. Yeah. God, I had a question and I totally I
1: know, it. but you know, I'm look I just want to tell you this, David. You seem like a really nice, kind, concerned man. You know, you're you're depriving some really fabulous woman of a good catch.
0: Au contraire, I do have a woman.
1: Oh good, oh good. I'm, I'm glad yes, to hear that.
0: Yes, yes. We met about two years ago and yeah. she is the, the, the light of my life. Oh, good. I am very blessed. Um we oh, run a collision course not intentionally we just happened to meet because we you know we we met from different groups that danced together right and we danced and it kind of went from there
1: wow isn't that it's wonderful to have things you love in common it helps a lot but like i said
0: online dating scared the hell out of me
1: it is very scary and the trouble is You you know he's not. You know what we say is he's not coming to your door. Another dating coach and I were talking like UPS should get a service where they, you know, they tell the guys at the door they should have available or not available. Like we will deliver them to your door, but the truth is he's not going to come to your door. You have to go out of your house or at least on to the Zoom to meet him.
0: I know what my question was. Yes, sir. So you meet him. You know he's got your three things. You meet him. you, You meet face to face. When especially at this age. Yes. When do you go with, you know, I have diabetes, I have two left arms, you know, when is it when is it good to those really yourself? I'll
1: tell you in that same fourth day, when I was inviting to my 60th birthday, mm-hmm. um, this nice man or only been on a few days was says, I, I want to tell you something. Okay, I said, All right. He said, you know, I think I might have prostate cancer. I'm not sure yet. I'm, I'm in the process of finding out. And I thought about it, you know, we were in our 60s. The truth is, there's stuff happens to your body in your 60s. It just yep. does. And, you know, probably half the men get prostate cancer. So I thought about it. Like right there, I went, I can live with that. And sure enough, he had it and treated it. And later on, I got cancer and I had it and treated it. I mean, it's life. Yep. So I'd say earlier, I wouldn't I wouldn't get into a real evaluation phase. Okay. I would tell him.
0: Almost like, you know, they need to know. Yeah, especially with something serious.
1: Yeah, yeah, there might be someone who can't go, who just can't go through another health crisis with someone because they've had too many, and they could say, "Oh, you seem like a nice man, but I just, you know, had a husband who passed away, and I just can't do that right now." Yeah. So you say, "Okay, fine," you know. But I was, I was all right with it. I was willing to go through it with him, and we did. And it wasn't actually didn't t- turn out to be not that difficult. And we got through it, and we've gotten through other things since then. <laughs>
0: Lots no. of things. Well, Joan, I love your cut and dry one okay. and two, baby. Bam.
1: <laughs> okay. You know, I have an offer for your listeners. Go ahead. Okay. So I wrote a book. This is Never Too Late for Love, Successful Woman's Guide to Online Dating in the Second Half of Life. Which David says is good for men, too. So that's good. <laughs> and, um, so what I'd like to offer it to your listeners, I'll uh, give them a, a copy of it. Uh, if they uh, And all they have to do is write to me. And the address is Joan, J-O-A-N. At joanbrager.com. I'll spell that J O A N B R A G A R. Joan Brager, B R A G A R.com. Joan at joanbrager.com. You send me an email, I'll send you a free digital book and so lots of tips on how to do online dating. And you reference me. Yes, of course. Divorce
0: Devil. Yeah.
1: Yes. And right. And say, I heard you on Divorce Devil. We want to know. I, and why is it divorce devil? We want to hear that. Is
0: there you a, know I mean I needed a a, a jingle yep. a, you know, divorce devil. Actually, I have another. Are you still podcast.
1: interested? Does it still interesting to you the subject?
0: Yes, it is. And I've been divorced 10 years now. You know how I went to divorce recovery and mm-hmm. I met a ton of people. As a matter of fact, I talked after I went for about six years. And yeah. so all my friends are divorced. So it's like one divorce club. Yeah. So it's we get together and we talk about divorce and I joined this divorce men's Facebook group. Yeah. And that's a lot of guys hurting out there. It's I
1: know hurting badly. Uh, really I hurt. mean, horribly. Yeah, really. Do. Yeah. You know, we're, human beings are meant to be bonded to someone else. We have no, we're meant to be bonded, reproduce and die by about 36. This living past 36 and unbonding. It's just a really recent in human history. So we're not good at, we're not physically, emotionally good at it to lose Well,
0: and on the flip side, though, I have three millennial children Mm. and they complain about dating. Dating as a millennial is hard.
1: What what do they find to be hard about? I'm just curious. They
0: complain about uh, people being true, being real, Um, people that are fake. Uh, A lot of millennials are divorced. They don't put the time in. You know, they get mad, they get, get get divorced, things like that. Yeah. So, millennials are having a hard time too, not just us, but them all. I'm
1: also. sorry to hear that because lo- love, is is. <laughs> love is all there is. Love is all there is. Love is all there is. I do a kind of coaching in addition to calling in the one. Uh, I also do something called conscious and coupling coaching, which I, I also just highly recommend if you ever want to look at the book, Conscious and Coupling. There's a whole lot of exercises in there to heal your heart. To see how did you get yourself into this situation. Like you 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 weren't a complete victim. You weren't like, you didn't get yeah. blindsided. You, yeah. you walked yourself in and then you walked yourself out. Yeah. So you got to take ownership of all of that. But anyway, so I do a lot of conscious uncoupling because people are, end up with feelings of rage.
0: Well, we're going to put all your contact information on the website next to the okay. podcast. So everybody okay. can get a hold of Joan and okay. do the one-two punch.
1: <laughs> I like
0: that though <laughs> it,
1: it works <laughs>
0: yeah so hope everybody got something out of this and uh we're definitely gonna have joan on again that was fun thanks for finally hooking up with me i am very very excited to post this one so everybody good night